Welcome to Three Cups Collective. This episode is sort of a bonus episode. We recorded it last week uh, when things were just starting to get serious here in the United States with COVID-19. Um, a week later, it's gotten even worse, and we wanted to go ahead and release this podcast um, for you because we talk about being in quarantine, uh, we talk about friendship and family, and of course we talk about coffee. Uh, we also discuss a little bit about those who have birthdays in the quarantine. Um, our hearts go out to you. We feel your pain. And um, really, we just wanted to give you a little bit of conversation that breaks away from the news and hopefully puts a smile on your face. Please check in with us over on our Facebook page. Um, let us know who you would pick to be in quarantine. Who is your quarantine top five? Um, let us know how you're doing. Um, we want to give a special shout out to all of the essential workers that are um, putting their lives on the line for us right now, keeping everything going um, from delivering groceries and supplies to working in the medical field to those who are providing us with food and all the small businesses that are just going over the top trying to be there for their community and the churches that are stepping up and really, um, you know, being the hands and feet of Jesus right now and being there for their community. So you guys are doing awesome. Thank you so much. Keep going. And we're going to get through this together and we're going to enjoy a nice cup of hot coffee when it's over. What you drinking? We are drinking uh, something new from uh, Just Coffee Co-op called Bucanzo Organics. It's so good. Uh, sir, you you got this on there. Yeah, it's from Uganda. Uganda, and you got th it, this was a sale they had, and this is the first light roast that we've had from them. Everything else that we've had has been medium. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Everything else we've had is medium. I know David's tried some of their darker roast, which I have not tried yet. Yeah. Like the Mayan super dark. Um, yeah. So it says it has notes of fig, orange, marmalade, and graham. I mean, now that you describe it, uh, the fig, I can taste fig. Yeah. But just because we've been eating those fig those fig bars we got from so Costco. So you have something to compare so it to? I got the fig flavor in my mouth. <laughs> That's the thing they tell you. They tell you to try new foods and try different things because it gives you better language for the things that you're trying to taste, you know, like like coffee. If you want to get really good at like describing and, and like knowing the, the flavors you're tasting, you have to right. have something to compare it to. And so like adventuring into those foods helps you, you know, taste those things. That's what you're just taking a sip right now. What do you think? Hmm. <laughs> I'm not ever very good at like tasting the different things. All I know is I like it. It's good. It's very complex. It's it's definitely like on that fruity, not floral, but definitely very fruity. Yeah, but I like it. Usually I don't you like it. But I guess like maybe it. the gram evens mm -hmm. that out for me. I, yeah. I really like this one. 
And then we got another bag too that we already finished. We've already gone through it. It's amazing. So we also the... got uh, Wake the Flock Up, also by Just Coffee Co-op. Oh, yeah. It is so, so good. I think it's like my That's new awesome. fave. I'm just sad that they don't have it at HEB and I have to order it next time I want it. Yeah. And that's their partnership with... Um, yeah, with you know uh, uh, FC Madison, who's uh, their USL soccer club. And unfortunately, because of uh, coronavirus, um, you know, they've ceased playing and MLS has ceased playing and everybody else has stopped playing too. So it's kind we of We haven't stopped drinking coffee. Yeah. But coffee <laughs> keeps on coming. That's right. Dave, what did you drink today? Or what are you drinking? Oh, so we probably should mention that this is at, we are actually not podcasting together uh, with Dave, our third cup. <laughs> um, we are doing all of this over the phone. Yeah. And so. Uh, so it's like to go cups. Yes, we are. Yes. <laughs> three cups collective to, to go. go. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Dave, what did you drink today? I had some more of the last coffee I roasted, uh, which was the Costa Rica uh, Terrazzo Minatu. Um, it's I, I roasted it, you know, uh, light, pretty light, and I had Chemex, and so yeah, that's have, it's Costa Rican. It's really have, good. Have you bought like any like beans from the store lately, or have you just been roasting since since you got your roaster? Uh, we got into a rut a couple weeks ago, and I didn't roast for two weeks um, and, and we we ended up like buying some or we we were gifted some coffee and then i found some clearance at starbucks kenya and so those two bags of coffee we went through and and so yeah that was the last time we bought like pre-roasted coffee in a long time since christmas have you ordered anything new or this is still the same batch from when you got your roaster this is still the same batch of seven pounds. Uh, I have one pound of that left, and I was I was looking around and compiling my order for next time. Um, <laughs> but I mean, like six pounds of green coffee is probably going to cost me like fifty two dollars with shipping. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit more with shipping. Actually, it's going to be around sixty dollars. So we're but just kind of like, like. But it doesn't won't that last you for six weeks? Um. Yeah, I want to say yes. I feel like I got this coffee in January sometime, um, six pounds ago. So I want to, I want to say that's how long it's going to last me, but it could go faster depending on how much coffee we drink, you know, cause I've been making, right. here's the thing. I've been making V60. So it's only like five, seven cups, 700 milliliters, about five cups of coffee. Mm, and I've been making lot. that to kind of stretch it out so I don't have to roast as often. Mm-hmm. But now we're, we're making Chemex because we're drinking more coffee. And so it's probably not going to last me as long. It'll probably last me like a month and a half, maybe five weeks if I'm lucky. Right. So that's what I said, six weeks. <laughs> so it's like, like $10 a week. I mean, that's not bad. Yeah. I Because mean, these bags are... Cheaper than going to Starbucks for sure. Yeah. I mean, just coffee is coming in at nine bucks. At, uh, at oh, the ones full... at H-E-B? Yeah. Right. Is that like they're... a full pound? No, these ones that we ordered online were more expensive, but they're like limited edition and organic and like, you No, know. I mean like how much coffee is it? I'm yeah, but it's coming in. Oh, those are 12 ounces. 12 ounces. Okay. So it's less than a pound. So right. like a pound of right. green coffee can go from like, 
as low as like $5.30 a pint. I think the most I've paid is $9 for a pound of green coffee, but that's like a rare blend. Usually mm-hmm. it hovers around, you know, six fifty, seven bucks a pound. So that'll bad. give me a pound of roast coffee. Um, that's not bad. So that's, that's not bad. That's, yeah, I mean, it's little, pretty good if you're, yeah, if you're willing to put the time in and do the roasting. So how long, I mean, you're, those bags of green coffee, those are like vacuum sealed or, you know, whatever. Yeah. How long will those stay fresh? Like how long do you have till you have to roast I, them? I don't know. I haven't done the research on that. Oh. You know, I didn't really like look it up. They haven't stayed because... on the shelf that long. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> no, uh, this is the... The longest, you know, late January, I guess. Right. Or mid-January. And I have one pound left unroasted. So, I mean, that'll be gone by the end of this month, I think. Hmm. I was just wondering. Let me me look on the website. You want a roaster? Well, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) if we're going to stockpile something... (laughs) I was looking. No, at, I don't know. I don't know if I would if I would want to roast my own. Um, I feel like coffee. I don't. It's it takes enough energy for me to, like, grind the beans and get them into the coffee filter and get the water, and do that before you know, like in the morning before I have my coffee, like that is already so having to like wait or if I'm saying oh now I gotta, think way ahead for roasting and i don't know i don't know i don't think i want my coffee now (laughs) i just don't think we have the um the lifestyle of you know because i'm not gonna i'm not gonna start you know roasting beans in the morning waking people up (laughs) you know start grinding beans in the morning you don't have to do it in that morning what have to do i guess in the evening but you have to do it very soon right well, you, I usually roast like a day before we start using it. Okay. So that's like, I think the It'd longest be like a I Saturday would. thing. It's roasting day. You know how some people bake bread or make their uh, ragu sauce for the week, you know, like. I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you're changing my mind. It's roasting day. I feel like it's not that hard. And then we can I mean, roast coffee beans and then like roast each other and we can just like insult each other. It's just the and hard then, thing like, is... like laugh and then you know, it's like fun for everyone. It's roasting day. <laughs> Let's invite somebody over. Especially with you working from home right now. I mean, we need to get some aggression out. Oh, man. Yeah, the hard thing has been like we don't buy the bags of coffee anymore. So if I forget to roast, we're basically not having You're toasted. Yet. If you get to yeah. roast, you're toast. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. I will forget or something will happen or life and then I'll be crying because I have green beans and I have to think before I've had my coffee. You're like, oh man, yeah. is this first crack, second crack? Like, yeah, I don't even I do? know. I'll probably end up burning it, you know, and then I'll just, it will be a whole thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't function very well. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I see, I see a lot of midnight runs to the grocery store for me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you buy some coffee. <laughs> yeah. That's I just hilarious. got green beans. <laughs> okay. And you're left with peanut butter coffee. Yeah. Oh, one other coffee that we had from Just Coffee recently uh, was Bike Fuel. Yes. And that one's good. That one's not light. No. 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 That one's good. That's a medium. That Bike Fuel is kind of like that. That. Uh, I think that. That's could be, a morning. That, that could be like an everyday cup of coffee. 
Like, I could drink that every day. Yeah, we gave some to mom and dad, and they loved it. Hey, um, I'm looking at some research, and it's saying that roasted coffee has a shelf life of up to, like, six weeks. Mm-hmm. Coffee grounds, like, ground coffee mm-hmm. has a shelf life of one to two weeks, like, tops. But we Ooh. wouldn't even... Yeah, we, we, we do it at one week, yeah. Right fresh. Everyone knows that. <laughs> Green coffee beans can still taste great for up to a year after they're done processing, uh, as long as it's stored properly. So as long as it's airtight, you know, it's not in the sun or anything like that, in cool, dry place, it can keep for up to a year. That's cool. Well, that's an investment. I mean, if you're going to stockpile something, stockpile some green beans. I think that's... Green That's coffee beans. <laughs> so everybody's going <laughs> cans of green beans. Stockpile of green bean cans, French style. I think that's a good thing, like for me to know, because I think I want to get like start getting like higher volumes of one certain type of bean. Mm-hmm. That way, I can try and roast it different ways. Like a five pounder. Yeah, like a five or even ten. You know. Yeah. That's, a, that's. But once you open right the bag, there. right? Like it's it's over. No, I can put it in another container. You know, it's airtight. I can keep it in the oh, pantry. Oh, okay. Or like use your um, sealer. Your Those bag seal? sealers. Yeah. Yeah, that would work. So but, I mean, I there's mean so if, many... if you went if you went to a five pound thing, you you would definitely need a bigger roaster for sure, right? I mean, I mean he's not gonna roast not all five. Not necessarily. Or you can do a little at a time. <laughs> yeah, I would use the extra volume to do like this is to roast some light, roast some dark. You know, taste uh, the difference between more the two. Experiment, yeah. Yeah. I thought, because I thought you were I'm... thinking just volume. Like, I need five pounds. I need a bigger, <laughs> bigger, better roaster. He's like because ramping up production. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, go, you do it, boy. You do you. Well, with a one pound bag, I can only make like two comparisons. So it's yeah. not as, you know, useful. How many different roasts do you think you could get? Infinity Out of a five-pound bag? What do you mean? I mean, I guess you could, like, one-minute difference, right? Could change the oh, way yeah. it tastes. Oh, yeah, that totally changes. Yeah, like, from, from the first crack to, like, a dark roast, there's there's a lot of variance there. Yeah. Um, so there's, like, at least six different, like, degrees of doneness there between those two. Degrees places. of doneness. I like that. Degrees of doneness. How done are you? <laughs> Stick a fork in me. I'm done. Oh, that was a dad joke. I am a dad. I got like, four no, kids. I mean, like specifically my dad. <laughs> he does that all the time. All the time. I got four kids. I'm a dad. I'm gonna embrace it. <laughs> all right, guys. So. Um, we find ourselves in unusual circumstances, but life is an adventure life. Yes. Uh, and, um, so we are going to talk about, uh, some new hobbies or some new ways of thinking, some creativity that we're having to, uh, do, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and just because of life, Sam's working from home right now. Um, kids are home. No school for the next month. Um, yep. All craft shows have ceased. Um, so, yeah, uh, shopping online hopefully will ramp up. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just kind of, uh, it's weird. 
Um, but the kids are getting creative already. Uh, it's only a day. I don't know. Because we had spring break. That's so right, yeah. that they were off that whole week and now. So, it's like, so this is only day this is two. Like day, well, officially. plus, yeah, plus the spring break stuff. Um, Judah's teaching himself ukulele. That's good. Yeah, yeah, he's already learned a song and actually practicing, like wanting to go and do it. And uh, which is really odd. So it's like kind of nice a new that he's putting, yeah, it's that good. he's like putting, that it's like self-driven kind of a thing. Yeah. And I heard somebody playing, I think Sophia was playing the guitar, mm-hmm. the one that you gave her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's playing the guitar today and she plays the oboe already. That's and I cool. think we're going to set up a piano upstairs. Yeah. And maybe Caleb will start tinkering around with that. We got drums in the garage. I mean, we're just like, guys, find something and... <laughs> Lots to do. Yeah. yeah. Sam, have you been playing piano more? Um, well, today's my first day working from home. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I did prop up my guitar next to me. <laughs> and uh, so I was playing guitar in between some of my interviews uh today um because because usually he would just like check on us and like text me or say or you know check the news or whatever and and so now he just picks up his guitar and it's literally like right next to me (laughs) that's awesome yeah i don't think i can work any other way anymore i think think it's coming with me when i go back to the office music break (laughs) that's hilarious (laughs) but i think it's just a good it's a good change just you know at least for me right here just to pick a guitar, sing a song or play a couple chords and put it down and then just get back to what I was doing, you know? So, um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of funny, you know, that it's uh, literally like, like it's a cubicle away from me. <laughs> no, but, uh, it's in your cubicle. It's in my cubicle. It's quote, in my unquote. Cubicle. Yeah. Uh, but it's, uh, it's cool. It's fun. And the piano's next to me on the other side. So yeah. who knows, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow, maybe playing a couple show tunes in between, in between things. I don't know. Oh my gosh. We'll find out. Esther, have you been have you been creating less because your house is full now? Uh so once all the craft shows got canceled, I definitely went through a down period of which I saw it coming, so I listed some stuff already on my on my website going like, Okay, I know it's coming. I need to just, you know, start putting things on the website. Mm-hmm. And so but I haven't really had the motivation to make new anything else um just because it's just i don't know i I think i'm still dealing with the grief you know of losing that you know you're you plan for these things you pay the vendor fees and you start i mean i've had lists for a long i mean since last year since i did the shows last year i've been making lists of okay this is something that i can do for that show this is so these were the top three shows that <laughs> that I did last year, and all three of them are gone. Cancel. So I'm kind of grieving over that whole year of, um, you know, planning. And even if it's just in my head, like, it's still, you know, I've been thinking about it for so long. So I'm grieving that. I'm grieving the loss of finances. Obviously, a lot of people are dealing with that. Um, you know, so I'm like, okay, that's not happening. And you kind of... You know, you rely on those boosts of to our income and, uh, yeah. you know, using that. So, okay, I'm trying to deal with that and be okay and accept that. And, and then just kind of, I don't know, just dealing with 
the community, I guess, the loss of community and other people being excited about it. Because no matter how much you post online, only a small percentage ever gets to see it. And even if you have a huge newsletter subscriber base, only a small percentage ever actually open the email. So it's such a different, uh, I guess, feedback. Because when you're at a craft show... You get immediate feedback. Somebody buys it. You see the look on their face, discovering it, and you're like, "Yay, that's so cool!" So online is definitely different, and I didn't realize that I actually uh, enjoyed that feedback, mm-hmm. that in-person feedback. Since um, I get, you know, anxious about craft shows and meeting all the people, but now I realize I really like. I mean, the good people are, you know, make it good, and yeah. and I am right. gonna miss that because I've met a lot of really sweet people great friends that you know now i kind of chat with online and stuff on social media so yeah i mean it's been a it's been a thing um but i'll tell you i'll tell you what though today um esther did get an order from san francisco and when that when that order came in and it's someone that we don't know like we don't have any attachment to but that um there was definitely joy in your face like when you got that you're like Oh my gosh, this is so cool! Like you know, because it's a, it's it's a customer in an area that that they had to have found us online somewhere. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. They, they were found on social media somewhere, some somehow, and uh, and that's super super cool. Yeah, that's awesome. That's true because you you go oh yay something worked at some point you know, so yeah I mean I just I I think um, maybe the end of this week, I kind of went up to the craft room today, tried a little something while Sam was on a call so that we, cause every time now he gets on a call on an interview and we all go upstairs or we all get really quiet, you know, so we have to, uh, not interrupt, but, uh, <laughs> like that video, that lady, <laughs> oh, with yeah, the guys on, the guys on CNN and, his, <laughs> yes. and the kid comes in and the mom comes crawling in to like, drag the little girl <laughs> out of it, but you could totally see her. It's so good. Oh my gosh, I love it. He's and he is just oh, he's so embarrassed, but it's good. Um Apparently I, I saw him on the news like recently. Yeah. In his same in his same little setup. Yeah. And I was like, are they showing the clip? Like the video? Like, <laughs> he's he's talking dude. about something completely different. <laughs> like he's a regular contributor or something. Yes, yeah, like, he is. I was like, Where's the little kid? <laughs> like, <I was> so <laughs> Waiting for her to come out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I kind of went up there. I had a failed experiment today. You know, I was like, let me see what this looks like. And I tried it, and I'm ah, that doesn't work. But I mean, I did something. So yeah. I found that out. And uh, yeah, I mean, I was kind of, I don't know. I really don't have any expectations um, right now because I just feel like everything is <laughs> suspended yeah, in time. I mean, it's, it's you know, like tough. we're all floating in the yeah. air and everyone's just sort of waiting. Just and... even from a business side, I mean, it's tough because people are, um, they're trying to make sure that their business is sustainable moving forward. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so even, even on the work that I do, like people are um, holding back on interviews or pushing them back a week or, we, or two weeks in order for them to, better understand what the path forward is going to look like for the next quarter, you know? So it's, uh, it's definitely tough and it's new and it's unprecedented, but I think it, it presents an opportunity for us to do things differently. 
Yeah. yeah so I did find a new hobby though. Um, Ooh, what is it? In all this, I uh, <laughs> I started pressure washing our house <laughs> and the driveway and the sidewalk and the curb and the street and <laughs> the back porch. That's hilarious. And uh, oh man, it is like the best feeling to erase everything. It's like having an eraser and it. Like, of course, it's taking away dirt and mud, you know, whatever that's been built up for Lord knows how many years. Um, but I was doing it, and it's so, like, uh, what do they call it? Therapeutic. Therapeutic, yeah. yeah. Cathartic. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, okay, clean slate, clean slate. And I was, like, telling myself this, you know, you have a clean slate. You can start over. You know, like, think of new ideas, you know, <laughs> fill up the blank page, you know, just kind of like, as we were washing away the dirt this past week, you know, I was like, okay, you have a clean slate now, you know. And, I think part yeah. of it too is, is like with so much, with so much uncertainty and, and not really knowing what the next, like even from day to day, um, at least there was some control over like the pressure yes. washer, like. <laughs> yeah. I don't have control over anything else, wash. but I can take care of this. Yeah, and because because uh, it because it did. I mean, I, I know I was out out with you there a couple days, and it just feels it feels good. It feels good just to just take away all the dirt and grime off the concrete. <laughs> <laughs> it's a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah, clean slate. I love it, and I think that's creative. Yeah, you know, we were having we were the having... joy of having like a blank piece of paper. Yeah, right, or like a blank canvas. You know, yeah. I mean, that's, it's hopeful, it's optimistic, it's full of possibilities. And that's what I kept telling myself. <laughs> you are <laughs> full of possibilities. You have, you know, a blank canvas in front of you. Your business is a blank canvas. You could do whatever you want, you know. So, yeah, let's see what happens. <laughs> we, we were having dinner the other day and I looked outside the window and I saw my uh, outside shed. And I told Esther, I said, look. There's something that you missed that could be pressure washed. Yes. And she was like, yes, I'm doing it this week. Yeah, that's going to be fun. <laughs> we'll do it tomorrow. That's awesome. Hey, Dave, do you got anything new on your side? Not really. Just pack it up. Can be creative. Packing. We're, we're, we're triaging all of our stuff <laughs> to see, you know, what goes and what stays and what needs to get thrown away. <laughs> That's that's my new hobby is throwing stuff away. Yes. So you're Letting you're go, you're going on a new thirteen week adventure. Yes. Three months in Oregon. Nice. Medford, Oregon. So it's it's South Oregon. It's it's close to the California border. Okay. Uh, relatively close, and it's about I don't know four or five hours south of Portland. Okay. So, it's uh, we're excited. It's. It's turning out to be really interesting and awesome, and uh, it's just something we've been thinking about for a while, and something we've been planning, and just sort of everything's kind of come together uh, lately, and we're doing it. Do it. Go on an adventure. And we're young, so. <laughs> Relatively. We can do that. Hey, we'll old people can young. have adventures. <laughs> Middle-aged people can have adventures. You're never too young or old to have an adventure. I mean, you are too young to have an adventure. Don't do it. But... Oh, my gosh. I, uh... <laughs> but you're never too old. 
I found a, uh, I was telling mom, I don't know if you heard me at your birthday party. <laughs> yeah. I found a white mustache hair on my mustache. <laughs> and it wasn't. Welcome to the, the club. <laughs> Wait, what club are you? You're not in the club. You don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even the first time. Like, I found one before, but it was like half white. It was like white, and then it turned back to its normal color. Oh, yeah. You're like, that I was, was like, stress. It's a stress. Yeah, it's a yeah. stress. And so I was like, that one doesn't count. <laughs> but this one, <laughs> this one definitely counts. So. Congratulations. Yeah. Good job, buddy. I did, I did not appreciate finding that. <laughs> uh, that's so funny. I was like, wow, that one hair is really shiny. Like, really... <laughs> Really? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. You just—you know you're full of wisdom and you're ready At for least in your adventure. Mustache. You got some yeah. in your... your mustache is ready to lead you <laughs> to high adventure <laughs> in the Pacific <laughs> Northwest. <laughs> Go shave that stash. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. So you were experiencing the life-changing magic of tidying up then, huh? Yes. That's been interesting for sure. (laughs) I hate cleaning up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Really? I thrive in messy environments. Yeah. Yeah. You don't think that's just a cop-out of uh, not cleaning? No way, because... No. I, I really do. Like, it feels different. Like a messy room versus a clean room, it to- it feels totally different. Uh, a messy room has possibilities. <laughs> yeah. A clean, wait, wait, wait. a clean room is so daunting. That's hilarious. I, I don't know. I don't know if I can get on board with this. Well, I don't I know got... if he means messy or just like all your stuff that you use out. If I if I have projects out, yeah, I'm right. more likely. Not he's to not get saying like it. dirty clothes on the floor. Not that kind of messy room. I mean, like if I have my laptops spread out on the desk. You know that are open. I'm, I'm more likely to you know dig in and, and take a look around and solder some things and check some stuff out. But I mean, if I have to pull them off a shelf and you know clean a workspace and yeah, know, once things just... are hidden behind drawers and like all those cube uh, cubes that people buy for their craft room, out of sight. Out I of have I I totally forgot it exists. If I see everything, I'm like, oh, I could do that. I could do that. Ooh, look at that. Huh. Yeah, but because I'm just trying to understand, like, you know, because just a minute ago you're like, oh, a clean canvas, yeah, white page. But I have to see all the paint colors that I have (laughs) for that clean canvas. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's yeah. So upstairs in the craft room, like half the table is absolute chaos. Has everything. Sort of laid out in a very specific spot. Wait, there's a table up there? <laughs> yeah, and then the other half is totally cleared off. Yeah, so, so that like, I can work on that clean half it's like using the tools <laughs> on the other half. Yeah. So it's like the an cookie. extension of your brain. Yes. It's like you don't have to be constantly thinking about something. You can just lay it all out and, you know, use that, the visual cues. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Although, today, I could not find this one bag. (laughs) (laughs) And I looked for like 20 minutes. (laughs) 
And I finally found it. And of course, it was right where it was sh- where it was supposed to be, but I had put other things inside of it. So I kept going, no, that's not what I put in there. I'm looking for the other stuff that used to be in there. Well, I had to dig deeper because <laughs> it was still there. Yeah. Well, here's the thing I think about like losing stuff. To me, that's an opportunity for creativity. Because when I lose something and I'm trying to find it and I can't, I move on and I'm like, well, it looks like I'm going to have to use this now. And it's like, if I had an organized workspace, I wouldn't have <laughs> taken that creative opportunity. Nice. Yeah. So I was looking for like a stickers or some kind of uh, something to put on my mailing envelopes. And um, I couldn't, I couldn't find it. I thought, I know I have some somewhere and I could not find them. They're like these little washy flowers and they're so mm-hmm. cute. I don't know where they are. So I had to draw flowers on there because I just couldn't send it out plain. So I started I drawing flowers, you know, like cute. spring flowers. Here you go. Here's some happy mail. So that's awesome. There you go, Dave. I proved your point there. Yeah. <laughs> mm. well, maybe I should be at least half more messy. He's very organized. He's got a cover on his piano. But that's so that it doesn't get any dust on it. Yeah, but I feel like that's just like a hindrance to like uh, spontaneous um, creativity, inspiration. You know, like, you know, just take that dust cover off and turn it on and wait for it to I mean, honestly, I played my keyboard a lot more when I was shooing the cat off of it every 10 minutes. Because I'm like, I'm already there, right? It's <laughs> yeah. ready to go. Might as well sit down. Well, it's true. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know what to say, guys. No? No, no. Say you'll change. Say you'll change. No, 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 yes. No. That's what we want. No, just, it's yeah. not. Let the mess into your life. I don't need to let the mess in. I married a messy. You are a messy. <laughs> Not creatively. No, not creatively. Yeah. Just, just in life. <laughs> <laughs> just in other ways. Yeah, it's so funny because when he wants to get creative, everything's very organized and, you know. Purposeful. Not misplaced. Nothing out of place. And then the rest of his life is just a mess. Yeah. Chairs not pushed in. Yeah, yeah. All those things. Yeah. It's just like, that's so funny. You're kind of, we're kind of opposite because then I'm messy with that but then i need to have the room cleared yeah that's interesting yeah so we've been um you know obviously with some of the changes with uh covid19 we've been talking about you know doing um live broadcasts david for the church mm-hmm. yeah so i've i've been putting together and getting organized so that i could be creative and well, yeah you drew a whole like i drew schematic. a schematic i mean i have things yeah. out you know like i i i have a box and i have all my stuff that i need to pull this off in a box so that i can take it and get it set up that's right that's cool yeah so yeah, you're so, so organized when it comes to the creative stuff yeah because i i don't want to miss anything because if i miss something then i can't you I can't, can't be execute. creative yeah So I have like, like, I have a list of like, I need this many cords. I need this many adapters. Like I have to have this or else I can't do what I'm supposed to do. See, I, I like just spending time thinking and planning mentally because it's like putting your ideas in a washing machine. And like when you pull it out later, like some things are, are 
connected where they shouldn't be and it's like you think of new things that way so like i like just like thinking and considering and then just like going for it and seeing mm-hmm. what happens okay. i mean i just do the mental planning instead of like physical planning right like writing things down right yeah i have to write it down i have to have a list like if i'm being creative i don't write anything down <laughs> I write stuff down when I'm done creating. <laughs> and then you when I want to remember it. what I created. Yeah, and I'll yeah. delete half of it. Yeah. All right. What else we got? Mm, someone had a birthday. Yay! Happy birthday, happy Esther! Happy birthday, Esther! Hey, thanks, guys. Today I'm, is Esther's birthday. I'm um, 38. I wasn't gonna say anything. I'm happy say, to be 38. I, I am on St. Patrick's Day. I am absolutely thrilled to be 38. Is this what you I thought 38 it. would look like? What? Is this what you thought 38 would look like? Well, today, like specifically today? No. no. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but like. Just in general, like 38. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, you know, I guess you have always those like, I really got to do this by 40 kind of stuff that, yeah. that you're like, you know, everybody has goals, right? But, um. Yeah. No, I'm happy. I'm happy to be 38. I'm ready. I'm gung-ho about it. Let's do it. Kind of a thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think that's really cool. I, I don't plan on aging very gracefully. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to go screeching into my 40s, you know? And, and, I mean, yeah. now's the time. Once I hit 30, I'm just going to start getting angrier every year. Just slowly yeah i know that reminds me of someone that you and i have in common (laughs) i just feel like i just feel like i can see you like holding on to the door frame like hands and legs like i am not going through this door (laughs) yeah i know a curmudgeon that is like that dad has always whenever he turned 50 oh i don't care i don't care i'm 50 what do i care and then now he's 60 and i mean he's just like yeah i say what i want to say he's just like i'm gonna be an old man and i'm gonna be an awesome grouchy old man like i'm gonna like go for it you know that's great yeah, he is embracing everything, like all the rights and privileges of being a grumpy old man. So I think it's great. And of course, we just laugh because we know he's a softie. So. Fantastic. Hmm. Birthdays. How about you, Sam? Uh, no birthday over here. No, but you're you're going to be, uh, what are you, in your 40th? You're yes, 40 now, I'm right? So you're 40, turning 41. Turning 41 this coming July. So are you, are you like gung-ho or are you thinking... Jeez. Man, I mean, there's no turning back. I mean, it's just, it's, we're, we're doing it. Um, we're doing, this doing is it. happening. This is happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, obviously it, it, you, uh, you begin to evaluate, right? Your life and what you did and is it, uh, is it worthy? I don't know. Of what? <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god! Like, have I lived okay, life? Okay, Thor, <laughs> calm down. It's not that important. Am I worthy to live the hammer? He's just whoever blow out the birthday candle. I know. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, but no, I'm, I'm definitely embracing. It. I don't think I'm like, I, I, 
I think like 45 is going to be like like a a very difficult year. Yeah. Like um, like midlife crisis difficult. Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Are you gonna get a motorcycle? He's just planning for one already. He's just like, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna. Let's just plan <laughs> He's one. He's like, listen, forty five is gonna with. be bad. I'm telling you now. <laughs> be tough. Um, That's just because forty five. I feel like when you say I'm forty five, <laughs> like <laughs> you. You know, people are listening to us thinking these these people are ridiculous. Yeah, I still. You know, I I think I told someone. I I still get the comment of like, oh, I'm I'm forty, and people say, oh, you're just a baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? I'm 40 years old. <laughs> I am a man. There's nothing baby about me. <laughs> when, uh, when when Dad turned 47, I remember having a conversation with him. We were like, uh, we were, I don't know, we were going to McDonald's. We were getting something to eat or something. Yeah. And he said, I heard on the news. He was telling me about it. He said, I heard the statistic that like you have acquired as much wealth as you're going to acquire in your life by the time you hit 45. And it's all downhill for there, statistically <laughs> speaking. Aww. Hey, we, were, we were just talking about that for a minute. That'll like, put a damper on your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> put a damper on me right now. Forget about my birthday. It's as good as it's going to get, y'all. <laughs> it's, uh, if you haven't made it now. I think I'm that sorry. statistic has changed because I, the, I have heard that it's in your 50s to 60s that you really? kind of begin to really reap all the wealth so you know there's time keep building there's time getting old sucks <laughs> getting old is fun get okay getting older is fun i think that we should change our perspective about it because we earn every single day right i mean i have fought i i fought for Third? you know days and years right like there because there's moments where you're like i don't know mm-hmm. if this is you know how long i have or or what my life's gonna look like can i make it through this where you face hard times right yeah and then when you come out of that and then you I, I don't know i just think that we should all be very proud we should be very proud of our age we should be very proud of fighting for our days and our gray hairs and our wisdom and our experience and you know, just I don't know. I just think it's I think it's a good thing, and we could flip the script on that, you know, and be very proud and start sharing our ages. And so, so like wear your birthdays as badges yes. instead of like as scars. Yeah, like baby. it's not get out shameful. of my way. Yeah, I'm coming for you. Forty-one. <laughs> I'm a man. <laughs> There's nothing baby about me. I'm 40. I'm six foot one. Okay, so today, um, my daughter and I, she's 12 right now. And uh, <laughs> we were doing this, uh, of course, at-home workout dance fun thing, right? So we're doing it and cracking up. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't do this, you know. And she comes over and she kind of grabs my face, you know, playfully and is like, Mom. I don't know. I don't even know what she said because she was actually reaching down for my face. Mm -hmm. And I was looking up at her. And we both freaked out when we realized, why is she so tall? (laughs) (laughs) And I start telling her, like, 
I'm the mom. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> and she's like, whoa, that's so weird, mom. <laughs> why, why are you down there? Why am I reaching down to you? You know, and so it's really hard to feel very grown up um, when two of your children are already, you know, taller than you. And Caleb's on his way. You know, yeah. And Caleb is, yeah. He's so close. They're, he's taller than the other two. Or, Caleb or, is taller now than the other two ever were at his age. By he, like yeah. inches. Caleb at 10 is taller than like Jude and Sophie at 11 and 12. So. By like almost two inches. Yeah. So he's going to be really tall. He's going to tower over us. So it's kind of hard to feel like a grown up. But, you know, I, I just keep reminding them. <laughs> I am <laughs> the mom. <laughs> and they just laugh. I don't, man, I don't know how old I was when I was taller than dad, but it was pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, okay, so what is that experience like? Because I was wondering what, because she was pretty freaked out. I mean, she was like, whoa, mom. <laughs> I, I, I don't really think about like being taller than dad because he could still beat us up and he would. You know, like mm-hmm. <laughs> He would wrestle us and stuff like that. So he would always put us in check. But I remember being taller than Danny and just shoving it in his face all the time <laughs> he'd be getting dressed in the morning and i would just stand behind him and he'd be like what what are you doing and i'm like oh, i'm using the mirror and he's like why are you behind me and i'm like because i can still see myself and like i would just <laughs> i would remind danny daily how i was taller than him and that always just felt good <laughs> <laughs> is it weird to like have your parents not looking down on them, but you know what I mean. At literally looking down. That's been pretty normal for me in my life. Oh yeah, that's true. You're very much taller than your yeah. family. But I think um, I remember passing my mom up, probably <laughs> by like fifth grade, <laughs> yeah. and probably dad at least by yeah, seventh, eighth yeah. grade, somewhere around there. Because my dad, my dad's only he's he's five seven. My mom's five foot. Yeah, so and Judas. Five seven, five eight. Yeah. yeah. So, I say most of my life I've been taller than my parents. How does that feel? Um, I feel kind of awkward <laughs> because I'm like, why am I so tall? <laughs> <laughs> nothing about you, baby. Yeah, because I, I even looked around in my whole family. You know, I'm like, why am I so tall? I mean, my grandpa used to call me Giant Mexican. Giant <laughs> Mexican. <laughs> Which is what dad calls you now. Yeah. You are right. Giant Mexican. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's I, in a loving way. In a loving by way, the way. In a loving way. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> those, are some of the, those are some of the last words that I think my grandpa spoke to me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Really? I'm being yeah. serious. Um, yeah, I'm being serious. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so my, my grandpa, I don't know if I told you, but my, my grandpa had uh, like dementia, Alzheimer's. And uh, we went to go visit him probably a little bit before he passed. And, you know, he didn't recognize me at first. And I started talking to him. And then like for a split second, he looked at me and he's like, oh, you're my giant Mexican. And he just kind of smiled at me. But that's Aww. probably like. Like that's like he had this moment of clarity, like in oh, in the conversation sweet. there. But yeah, th- that's probably one of the last things that he said to me. Yeah. So I don't know how we got started talking about height. 
Oh, oh being grown up, yeah, being grown and up. it's hard to feel yeah. like a grown up when you're very short. When you're tall, you feel more like a grown up faster. Yeah, I, think, I, think. I think it's just so. I think just it's playing hard to feel like a grown up. Like, yeah. <laughs> do you think anybody feels like grown up? I'm an adult. I think there's um, moments in time where I feel like I'm an adult, like like buying appliances. Oh yes, we bought appliances. Like Our whole kitchen. That's like worth. super adult. Like that's an adult purchase. Like, and we I'm, were excited. Yeah, that's what makes it weird. Yeah. Um, the the thing that makes me feel like an adult is hearing younger kids I don't know like talk like <laughs> even 19 year olds or 20 years old like when they talk and I'm like holy crap like they're so tiny and dumb <laughs> like like I'm definitely adult because this is a bad idea what they're talking about like, and I know it and I, should, I, I feel the urge to tell them uh oh uh oh you're gonna be an awesome old man Get off my lawn. So, so that's that's when I feel like an adult. Yeah, I definitely. They were talking about um, twenty year olds or something on somewhere, and I'm like, oh my gosh, those kids! What are they thinking? And I and then I stopped myself, and I was like, oh no, (laughs) did I just refer to them as kids? (laughs) And Dad was like, yep, you did. (laughs) Oh man. But no, they're not kids. They're adults Ooh, those too. Those kids. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we'll have somebody comment uh, or leave us a. Well, it's like it's not so much that they're like unequivocally kids. It's just that the older you get, the younger twenty-year-olds feel. Does that make sense? <laughs> well, like. I mean, I was a twenty-year-old twenty years ago when I was twenty. <laughs> like, that's a long time ago. Really, I mean, when you were 29, you were still a 20-year-old, but you didn't feel like a 20-year-old, huh? You didn't feel like a 21-year-old at no, 29. No, That's a huge gap. I was like, gap. I'm going to be 30. I'm a man. <laughs> 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 but I think by the time I was 30, like, I, mean, I had three kids, right? <laughs> yeah, we did. We had three kids. That's crazy. Yeah. And That's I, too many you kids. know, some... Uh, some of you guys might remember Gable Pro- Gabriel Pressmack uh, that we had a, a few episodes with. Um, I think was that first season, season one. Yeah, first season. And he's an artist down in Galveston, and his like whole thing is be free, be a kid, you know, don't grow up, you know, that kind of thing. Like, and he's not saying like don't don't be responsible. Like he's you know he's like yes, be responsible, do your adult things, but but you know he wears a pink uh, a hot pink suit you know, and uh, uses bright colors and yeah. does things for fun, gets a crazy haircut, you know, gets color in his hair. Um, so you know, be open. You know, yeah, be just like try new things and play and explore and discover, you know. And He was surfing um, with that suit on the other day. It's hilarious. Yeah. So he's been posting a lot of uh, pictures of just himself just out there, you know, and I was telling Sam, like, the colors are, are different than what you expect. The the scene, you know, is different than than what you're used to. And, you know, it's palm trees, but they're hot pink. You know, like, it's it's just something to get you out of your normal. And yeah. I don't know. I mean, growing up is good, but... It's, fun. it's so much fun to yeah. look at, and it makes you feel... Makes you feel young, for sure. Makes yeah. you feel like a kid. So, wait, are we wanting to feel young, or are we wanting to feel old? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Both at the same time, right? Yeah. I think I think you want 
you definitely want to straddle the fence, right? You want a little bit of young and a little bit of old, you know, because you want the you want the perks of both sides. <laughs> Sometimes you think like, oh, get like I mean, I remember being young thinking I can't wait till I grow up because I get to do this and this and this and you know, get to have my mm-hmm. own house and get to drive and you start listing all the perks of being older. Um, but as you get older, you're like, man, I wish I didn't have a care in the world. Mm-hmm. Wish you could play Legos all day. Yeah. yeah. Or play Animal Crossing yeah. all day. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah. Okay, so this is the thing. This is one of the things that I want to accomplish before I'm 40. I don't want to go into 40 uh, with unfinished business. And I have unfinished business with Animal Crossing. Is, the, it, like, is, is it that business the, or business? <laughs> you got unfinished business. I don't know because it's ridiculous, but. <laughs> no, what Animal Crossing are you talking about? So, because yes. There's like different versions. I, I'm i talking about the GameCube one. Is that like the first version? Yes. I don't. Okay. That's the OG. That's yeah. the OG. Okay, so we have a GameCube. Like it still works. We still haul it out and play it. The kids love it. So I have, um, you know, a character in a town and I don't know. I think we've. I'm not sure how long I've had this specific character, but I've always wanted to do like the entire Animal Crossing, find all the animals, catch all the fish, all the insects, pay off the house, get the statue. Um, What else is it? Mm. There's other things. I'm not sure. But, you know, do all the things. All the fossils, all the dinosaurs. Yes, all the fossils. Make all the dinosaurs in the museum. Collect all everything. And... um. You know, you, I always get pretty far or, you know, and then and you kind of like forget about it. And like each season, because it goes with the same seasons, like a year. So it would take you like a year to go through each season because yeah. only certain bugs come out in winter and certain ones come out in summer. So yeah. you would have to play for a whole year consistently. So I would have to start right now, <laughs> you know, to be able to do that i feel like if i can go into 40 <laughs> knowing that i have this Checking accomplishment <laughs> under my belt <laughs> that is absolutely ridiculous but it's always something that i've wanted to do, do you it, know Debbie. do it I'm, and the I'll time's gonna you. pass either way and i'll support you 100 percent yeah, and you don't have to play like year round. You just have to find out what time of year it should be. You know, like you don't have to play every day. Right. Just right. like out of the four seasons, this bug comes out that you need to like be careful to catch, and this. Yeah, and I don't want to do any out. like cheat stuff either. Yeah, you don't want to change the clock or do anything like that. Yeah. Because yeah, then you get weeds. You've like, done that before. Do codes and something. There was codes. like something. Codes. There's codes. Oh, and oh there's the, lots like, of codes. old Nintendo games that you can collect in there. Yeah. Oh, man. There's just so much. So, so the new Animal Crossing is coming out on Friday for the Switch, and the kids want to get it, of course. And now they're like, Mom, we can play all day long. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so tempting. But I'm like, well, I still need to finish the other one. And I don't know why it, like, hangs over me. It's like one of those childhood accomplishments that I didn't. I didn't finish. Well, you weren't like necessarily a child. You were you were Hush. a young adult. <laughs> you were a young adult I don't when know. it came out. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. So I, I mean, I I, I bought my GameCube. Uh, so it was given to me as a Christmas present. I mean, a birthday present. Uh-huh. After 
I graduated from college. Okay, Animal what? Crossing came out in 2001. Yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> you guys, you so, were not a kid in 2001. I was not year. a kid. It's not a childhood dream. See, that goes to prove I mean, in just how young I was 20, I was 20 year olds are. <laughs> you, were, you were under 20. Okay. I was but still, it's, it's not the same. Like, the video game, like, 20 years ago. In order to beat it, me and Danny really did. We played like all day. Right. I mean, I like we we accomplished everything for for Mar- from Mario Kart. You know, where you get all the gold cups and all the. Oh yeah, we we did that on stuff. Double Dash. Like we've done that. I, I think your your identity as a gamer is a finisher. You know, you were one of the first ones who beat Mario Brothers. Yes, I Super saved Mario. the princess by going through every world. And like one by Super one. Mario sixty four. No no Do you remember Super Mario sixty four? You were like the, one of the first ones in our family to beat that too. This is true. It's so a, like your your personality, your identity as a gamer is a finisher, and for you not to finish a game you love like Animal Crossing, it feels it feels wrong. It does feel wrong. It feels wrong, and I must make it right. <laughs> finish, finish the game. Yeah. Do it. Now I'm even you can more do determined. It. You can totally do it. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I'm glad yeah. I have your support. I mean, anything you need. I mean, snacks. Right? Drinks, yeah. You know. A gaming chair. <laughs> gaming chair. I just need batteries for my wave bird. I think I can scrounge up. I think I can scrounge up that 2002 issue of Nintendo Power where it gives you the entire catalog. All oh, the clues, yeah. Stuff, all the clues. Oh my Nintendo gosh, I bet you Power. somebody's got that. Wow. Wow, we're all. How old Nintendo are we? <laughs> we're all. I was a subscriber, that, man. Look up that vintage Nintendo Power <laughs> catalog. I always wanted to subscribe, but it never happened. Hmm. Yeah, I know your parents didn't place enough value on video games. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But I I do remember that the the weekend that Super Mario Brothers three came out. Like, my mom knew how much of a big deal that game was, and she took us out to buy that game. I mean, that's I remember, like, specifically, like... Oh, that's so, so she, nice. She plays value on some of our gaming. She plays value on you, silly. Let's go do it. Let's go buy it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> how old were you? Super Mario, Mario Bros. 3? 3? Yeah, Ooh. it came out in 91. What? Yeah, I was... No, 1990. The... North America, 1990. Yeah, February. I was, I was in the fifth grade. Holy crap, dude. I wasn't even born yet. You're so old. <laughs> yes. You're so old. Oh, but I'm not an adult oh. yet. <laughs> Wait. I thought you were You're the man. Such an old I kid. <laughs> I know. This is, see, you know what? Age and all this, it's hard. Just be, be a kid, be an adult at the same time. Do it. You can do it. But you have to be an adult about the right stuff, and you have to be a kid about the right stuff. Yeah, because if to... you're a kid about the adult stuff, you're gonna ruin yourself. Yeah, I feel like being a successful adult that doesn't get old and grumpy means that you turned your kidness into like passions. You know, if you're passionate about Animal Crossing, no one can tell you you're being a kid about it. You know, you're oh, an adult who's passionate. No, no, no. You're an adult who's passionate about connecting with their childhood. Who's passionate about you know, just accomplishing something that, that you really care about. That and play, well, the kids love to play it. They they absolutely love it. 
and they're always mom do your character and they you know you can send letters in the game and so they write little ridiculous things and oh yeah send presents and stuff so yeah. they really like doing it and so i think i too i enjoy sharing that with them and we connect over that and i feel like they're getting a taste of my childhood well i say childhood <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. Taste of my college years. Of my young. Just call it late childhood. Listen, anything Nintendo is just childhood to me. I mean, my dad bought the first. He had it. He bought an Atari, and then he bought the Nintendo uh, when it came out. You know, when he was like, he was a kid. You know, running home with a video (laughs) game, and we got we. That's what we did as a family. You know, and uh, so. Everything about those is just happy to me, and I feel like I love that the kids get to get to keep playing the same type of games and. Yeah, I mean they're that. still playing Mario Brothers, and they still play like you know the classic console games on the Switch and stuff. So yeah, that's pretty cool. So, Dave, you were telling me about something that connected you to your childhood that you bought. Yeah, so like when I, I don't know, when I get stressed or whatever. I reach out to like food stuffs to help me <laughs> feel better. Um, so Would I, you say this is a dad influence or a mom influence? Both. I don't really know. <laughs> right. But you know, with the move coming up and everything, we're stressing about what to take, how we're going to get there, how we're going to pay for the new place, and and all the stuff, all the details, all the logistics that we're getting bogged down in. And I know we, we just went shopping today, and it's crazy out there. We stood in line. We got let in the store and we're walking around the aisles and I say, Hey Kels, I'm going to get some Coke. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, we don't drink soda. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, I know, but I'm going to get some Coke anyway. (laughs) (laughs) We do now. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, Oh, why? Like she, I I didn't know how to explain it to her, but like, I, it's something about like the nostalgia. We used to drink Coke all the time because dad loved Coca-Cola, you know, he would have a Coke every day with every meal. He loves it. And so I, since we don't drink soda, I haven't had it in a while and it's a nice kind of stress relief. It's a nice, like, I don't know, nostalgia, dopamine rush. I don't know what to call it, but I know, (laughs) I know I feel better. I'm sipping on a Coke just for like a little bit. I know it's not good for you. I know it's not healthy, but it tastes like my childhood. You know? It tastes like <laughs> an unhealthy, not good for you. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like it tastes like I'm in the living room and I have nothing to worry about. And yes, you know, that's it right there. The world, it's comfort. It's comfort. Yeah, that's it right there. Nothing yeah. to worry about. Yeah, for sure. So that's that's why I bought a six pack, a twelve pack of Coke. And... Oh, a twelve. Are you okay? Wow. <laughs> I'm stressed, you guys. <laughs> oh, I'm stressed. I'm stressed. I'm, I'm stressed. You You're 12 past uh, stressed. Yeah. You're like, no coffee this morning. We're drinking Coke. <laughs> so yep. it's been good. I mean, it's working. I'm, it's working. I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that's what Animal Crossing does for me, too. Is yeah. reminds me of when I literally had nothing to worry about except for when you know, when's the next uh, animal to catch? Like, I mean, you know, not a lot on your mind. Yeah. Uh, I remember being at Noni and Burke's and playing Animal Crossing there. I brought over my memory card (laughs) and I was so excited at the opportunity to visit another town that had a different fruit growing. 
And I would go and I would pick all the peaches and I'd bring it to my Apple town and I'd sell them to Nook and I would plant a few. And I was just, I don't know. That was just, it's so yes. inconsequential, but it felt so good. And it yes. feels so good to remember it. You yes. Know? And relive it. <laughs> yeah. Animal Crossing is awesome. Sam, what do you have? I'm trying to think of what if there's a game or something. Um, you know, if, if I had to say a game, I would probably say it has to be Tech Mobile or Super Tech Mobile that reminds me of my childhood and playing those games. Um, if I had to say an activity or something, or food or something? oof. I, do you have any food memories? Yeah. All his memories are food. Oh yeah. So so in Laredo, I guess I guess a food memory would be like Taco Palenque. It would be a food memory. Um, There's just something about that taste of that taco that just. Yeah, but you don't have that to recreate. I don't. I don't have that. I mean, anytime I'm in Houston, in the area, I might stop by just to go get. But they're so expensive. Um, I know this going to sound hilarious, but but my dad used to watch wrestling when we were kids. And that, like... like luchadors or, like, WWF? No, no, like, WWF. Like, okay. WWF. Like, back when they had the F. Oh, yeah, WWF. And, yeah, and WCW. And, you know, seeing, like, Hulk Hogan and New World Order and, you know, The Rock and Stone Cold and... The glory days. The glory days. And then even before that, like, you know, like, Ric Flair, Four Horsemen, like... Dusty Roads, like Big all show, that stuff. Andre the Giant. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. So, yeah, that's we we lived in that space. I mean, I remember my dad, like, like paying for pay per views. Like we would watch and sit down, and this is this is what we did. The fights you would watch the fights. The pay yeah the pay per view like you know WrestleMania. Oh, do and, they call it a fight? What do they call no, it? No, no, a match. No, it's a match. No, it's just uh, it's, it's just wrestling. It's just wrestling. <laughs> Grown men acting like kids. Hey. <laughs> hey, it's real. I don't care what anybody said. It's real. Sure. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Dressing but, up and acting like kids. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I, I, I remember when I was a kid and I, I remember seeing Sting beat Ric Flair for, you know, the world championship. I remember seeing, like, Hulk Hogan, you know, body slam Andre the Giant. I mean, I remember, I remember those things and those are, those are still, you know, memories, you know that that we have and um you know and you know it's kind of sad you know seeing some of these guys and understanding now as an adult kind of what they went through um but you know that's still something that my dad and my brother and I still kind of have as a bond and we'll talk about it and have a good laugh and just you know enjoy those those times but you know anytime I see an old wrestling match um it does bring up a lot of those memories for sure being a kid. I'm glad you're not trying to like relive it by hosting wrestling <laughs> matches in the living room. Me and Danny, uh, we had the uh, the N64 WWF WrestleMania game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, we loved that game. It was oh, yeah. so much fun. And yep. mom and dad actually took it away and sold our N64 and got a PlayStation instead because me and Danny were practicing wrestling moves out on each other. <laughs> And they were so scared we were going to get hurt. Like, we weren't allowed to watch wrestling on TV, but we had the video game. And so we knew all the stories. We knew we knew all the characters and everything oh from Friends. Gosh. 
and from playing the video game, we knew the signature moves of everyone and the, and the intro music. Yes. You know, we would we love... would yeah we would have wrestling days like my cousins would come over and it was like tag team like me and Josh versus my other cousins and we would do the interviews in front of the mirror and like play our own theme music coming into the room. So much fun. And the other day, my my brother sent me a text and it's a picture of Chris Jericho doing his finishing move, the walls of Jericho. And it says, if your brother has never put you in the walls of Jericho, is he really your brother? <laughs> me and Danny's favorite was the backbreaker. We were trying not to hurt each other. Though. Oh my God. <laughs> no wonder they sold it. But you know, my, my brother put underneath there instead of instead of the walls of Jericho is the sharpshooter because I I love putting him in the sharpshooter. <laughs> it's so much fun. What does the sharpshooter look like? Um, so it's um, it's kind of like a yeah, like you know, like I'm gonna describe this to you. <laughs> <laughs> Tell I'm, like, Sam. I'm like it's like an inverted figure four, you know, leg lock. What? Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. Okay, moving. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh okay. <laughs> anyway. That's hilarious. Yeah, so you know, wrestling for sure. Like watching or seeing some of those old school match and I know on Netflix for a while they would put like the story of this wrestler and seeing that and uh that definitely brought back a lot of memories for sure. I feel like a kid yeah. again just talking about it. For sure. Anyway, that's a good that's a good childhood memory. You triggered a little bit of childhood memory for me too, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I also had the I also had the WrestleMania like video game for GameCube too when I first got it. Um, yeah. I remember creating characters with you and Danny. When Dude, you guys were yes. I think I think Dave since. I think there was a beast and a doom cre- yes, created character. Of course. Yes. Since Dave was ten, how old were you, Dave? Yeah, I think I guess Dave was ten. Man, that makes thanks. Caleb's age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, you have you you're part of Dave's childhood memories. <laughs> 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 now how do you feel? <laughs> I feel great. I you feel were great. you were the adult in that scenario so oh, long ago no. that I was a kid. Like, <laughs> bring it, baby. I'm 40. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Oh my goodness. It's good stuff. Oh, so um <laughs> I don't know. I, so I was talking to Esther about we were talking about coronavirus and mm-hmm. um I don't know if you've seen on Facebook, people have been putting their top five of who you would take with you if you were um, in quarantine. Yeah. Do you have a top five that of people that you need to have in the room? Wait, with do you? kids count? Right, kids are just like already there. Yeah. So okay. So, <laughs> right, because so, you can't admit, leave because can so, because, of the kid. <laughs> so, because yeah. my top so, five that's already taken. So, yeah, so I need so room. My, yeah. So my dad answer would be my kids no, and my come wife. On. No, right, but I'm saying like top five adults to help you cope with the fact that to you're cope with in quarantine the fact that I with kids. your children. Yeah. In quarantine. Yes. Let's I would do need that. Danny. You need Danny? Danny in the room. Oh yeah, I, I need Danny. He he can lighten a room no matter what's going on. <laughs> like he can make you feel better, right? Just he yeah. has that power 
Uh, he just makes you laugh, and I I love my brother so much. You know, I would. Yeah, he's Danny good, and sure. he can play music. He can wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've got a lot of options. <laughs> Danny's a good option. I think. I think. Um, I think your all's dad needs to be in consideration because he has the <laughs> snacks. That's true. That's true. Yeah, He's that's... always going to have little Debbie's stash. Somewhere. When we were hunkering down for uh, Harvey and they came to stay with us and um, during that, and he just brought over all their snacks. <laughs> and I had not bought snacks. I had bought real food, you know, like meat and, and non-perishables <laughs> and rice and all the things, you know, for dinners. So when they showed up, I mean, the kids were like, yes, we're I mean, saved. It, fe- it felt like two tribes merged on Survivor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dad has snacks. And you enjoyed your crisis. supplies. <laughs> Maybe that's where I get it from. Maybe that's why I got the Coke. You know, Dad instilled in you when you're feeling down. <laughs> Grab a ding dog, son. Yes. Okay, I'm I sorry. Mean- I'm trying to recover here. I took a drink of water. Esther hit me in the back. <laughs> There's water coming out of my mouth. Oh my because God. of the Survivor reference. I totally forgot about that. They would have been like, oh, they have more of this or that. Or yeah. look what they have, wax thread. Yeah. You know, they would be all excited about each other's supplies. Okay, so dad for the snacks. For sure. Danny for the entertainment value. That's two. You got to have your mother, like my mother, for comfort and crafting and food <laughs> like making and preparing Here, here's the thing though mom is gonna have the news on and you don't need that during your crisis during quarantine no no no. but she'll she'll play cards puzzles she's up for That's anything true. scrabble That's true. That's true. knitting sewing i mean we've got like activities she's your man wait what wait what <laughs> <laughs> I, feel I think like... that's an Amanda Bynes. I think all of ours are going to be like family. We're, we're, I mean, we have like. Okay, but do you have to include people you know or like it could be anybody? Oh, wait. So now, oh, I don't know. Like you're saying like celebrities and like all kinds of people. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just thinking, just thinking out loud. But if we're, we're, talking, about, we're talking about people we know, then. Hmm. trying to think of someone handy like someone who just can just just knows a bunch of things dave <laughs> i mean i'm already in my room so <laughs> yeah so you don't have to choose i'm already a part of my quarantine group <laughs> you're like i got me i got me I, i'm in i'm in i choose me um who else I pick my sister, my older sister, um, just for laugh, pure laugh value. We can laugh at the floor. I mean, <laughs> that there you go. So yes, laugh, laughter is good. So you need that. I, I think Burke. Burke is a good. Uh, Burke is a good answer. We can talk about whatever. He'll find a baseball game sports match to watch even though there's no sports going on <laughs> he'll find a he'll way find you know he'll, he'll find create something. one but he's super creative too I mean, you could do videography you could musically yeah 
it's like a, you got everything in there. Brick taught me how to first like use a video camera, you know, animation, magic tricks, video magic. Yes, yes. That was that was my gateway into like wanting <laughs> to do videography for sure. Yeah, that's true. We would constantly be um, okay. Sit on this spot on the couch, all right, and don't move. Okay, now you you get on the couch, and then he'd do all the like stop motion magic tricks things. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty fun. This is this has been a lot of family. I know it's basically like Christmas. Yeah, we we want, oh, we we want a holiday. Cool. We just want to be. Cool. We just want Christmas all the we time. Want a we, just, we just want to build a compound out in the desert and just have all of our family there as one giant <laughs> commune. Yeah. Is there is there any celebrity that you would take? I don't know any celebrity. Of course you don't. But if you knew any celebrity, well, I don't know. I always assume people are probably like. Not as great as I. What about like Tom Hanks? Like nobody's got any problem with Tom Hanks. I know, right? right? I really love him. (laughs) I would love to ask him about his short stories and about Playtone and and that thing you do. Yeah. Oh man, what about Jerry Seinfeld? But I feel like I'd have my dad and Jerry Seinfeld. It's like the same. I don't. I don't feel like Jerry Seinfeld would be very amenable. No, he. During... No, he would be a grumpy old man. That's why I said, okay, you can't have two of them. <laughs> <laughs> I want to take the rock. What? All right. <laughs> so you can wrestle. Yeah. <laughs> what? You're gonna. You're gonna die. You're trying to wrestle. I just feel like he die. has like he would have a yeah, lot of good stories. Like he would be like he would entertain us. Like, How old is the rock? He's Sam? too. He's too happy. He's too. <laughs> he's too like, Let me tell you a story, Jabroni. He's too overjoyed Dave, with life. Dave, Google how old is... he is. Oh, let's see. So we can see how how much older he is than Sam. He's, he's got to be like what forty seven. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He's like Idris Elba. You know he's forty seven. Idris Elba's forty seven. Yeah. yeah. Okay, The Rock is 47. Boom. Whoa. Dang. Sam. That was nice, Sam. Good job. Good job. But he can take you down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In a <course>. heartbeat. <laughs> um, hmm. I, would take, oh. yeah, I would take The Rock. Maybe get him to sing you know, some Moana songs. For L. For L. <laughs> um, How about you, Dave? What celebrity? Oh, you said Tom Hanks. Idina Menzel says she could sing for Eliana. No. I mean, Tom Hanks is just like, you can't go wrong. No. He could be in anyone's quarantine group. You know? Yeah, he would be he would be fun. Um, I don't I can't think of anything that like anyone that like kind of speaks to me, you know? Yeah, I don't I don't watch anything or follow anything. Um, besides, hmm. I love Ian uh, McKellen and Patrick Stewart. I think I would maybe have, it, to have them as a pair. Maybe like and you Gordon don't know, Ramsay? they'd just be so clickish. <laughs> huh? I said maybe uh-huh. Gordon Ramsay, like get a really nice, <laughs> like, a, a good cook in. You know, I feel uh-huh. like me and Gordon, we could get along because we have standards. Right? <laughs> and, and like he could teach what me how to cook. This? And I could teach him about coffee if he doesn't already know, which I assume he knows I'm about sure coffee. Knows. But like, I feel like we would we would get along. I don't know. He's Gordon. a learner because we watched that Uncharted. Is it Uncharted? 
show yeah, with him show. and he learns from a lot like of people around the world how they cook their dishes and then he cooks for them and they tell him how good or bad he does and, so, and like, he's a learner like i really like that appreciate that show I, that's the I only like one i've ever seen his his meanness doesn't put me off at all because i understand it i, I know where <laughs> it comes from <clears throat> he's just yeah. he's just a guy with standards I, like I mean his shows are good he's a guy i love to see him cook i've seen his like instructional <clears throat> stuff i mean he's uh it's fantastic so yeah about, probably um, probably gordon how about dr fraser crane oh kelsey grammar <laughs> did you say kelsey grammar kelsey grammar uh I don't know. I mean, you're you're talking about characters. You want the character? Yeah, I want him to not do the, the real person. I want the real yeah, person, but I'm like, he can do the character. Can you just Kelsey be Fraser? Fraser, though. Yeah, like, you can't. Not. Yeah, he can be Fraser. Wait, so you actually want the Rock? You don't want Dwayne Johnson. You don't want Dwayne Johnson. I want the Rock. You don't want the success. <laughs> you want <laughs> okay. <laughs> you want the Rock. So you're you're living in a fantasy land, essentially. <laughs> We're yeah, grounded in saying. reality. Yeah. We can have Gordon Ramsay in our kitchen, you know, tomorrow. That's reality. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah, Gordon Ramsay, he can cook. I get it. I mean, he's I mean, a real person. I mean, if we're going to be like practical and get real people, then. Hmm. I still go, I still go with the rock. I want the rock. <laughs> All right. Okay, so wait. How about um, who do you want in a disaster? Like, let's say it comes to the worst, and you I need somebody to get you out. <laughs> yeah, you've seen a lot of movies. Dwayne Johnson, baby. <laughs> but that's not who he really is. He would get me out of Has a skyscraper. Has he saved anyone in real life? He, he would get me out of a Has skyscraper. Has he saved anyone in real life? I don't know. Let's Google it. No. What do you What do you want to Google? What? <laughs> Dave's not listening again. <laughs> Has Dwayne Johnson say? saved someone in real life? He, yeah, Esther wants to know, is this man a real superhero? Well, I was reading about his college football career, and that's how I got distracted. Yeah. Um, University of signed, Miami, right? Is University of Miami? Yes, but he was also signed with like uh, a Canadian football team after he graduated. Yeah, he played for the, was it the Alouettes? No, Calgary Stampeders. Oh, Stampede. So that was, that's interesting. I don't think he could save anybody in real life, unfortunately. I mean, I'm sure he's strong and capable, but I, I'm not seeing like uh, any background in anything other than like physiology, kind of like physicality kind of thing. Dwayne, I know you're not going to hear this ever, but you're the man. <laughs> I mean, he's a nice guy. He's obviously very interesting. He's very successful. He's a good actor. I Will think. Smith? How about Will Smith? Do you take Will Smith? No. No. <laughs> Why Will wow. Smith? Esther's saying wrap it up. She's bored. Look, man, I don't want anybody cheery or like happy and joyful. Like, <laughs> I want Gordon Ramsay, man. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like the you know the Rock is kind of like that Swiss Army knife, like he's he's multifaceted. So you want the Rock to, I don't know, help you decide. I want Agent uh, Coulson. I don't. Yeah. 
Yes. That's a good one, Esther. I would take Phil Coulson. I'm done. <laughs> Phil Coulson. <sighs> Tell us your top five. Who would you have on Facebook you? on our Facebook page? In uh, Tell us if you COVID have. quarantine. Yeah. Or maybe who you really were in COVID quarantine with. <laughs> um, tell us if you developed any new hobbies or talents. Um, or maybe maybe it's a it's a creative way of doing something that you've always done, but you have to do it differently. Change things up, yes. So I'm an introvert, and the rest of my family is extroverts. Like the kids, they love being around people uh and sam and so sam started working from home so now i have all five of my extroverts finding me around the house <laughs> throughout the day mom mom because mom. you know usually it's me and eliana and so she they're kinda... separated by people but you're surrounded by people <laughs> yes yes so i am trying to like face them towards each other <laughs> you know like look <laughs> here's a different person for you you know uh, so they have been definitely, you know, get learning how to get along, learning how to, okay, what do you want to do? You know, what do you want to do? Going to each other. They've all take turns kind of hanging out with each other. And I keep, of course, redirecting them to each other. <laughs> Usually it's just me and Eliana and I kind of get enough time. I feel like to myself and I ease myself into, okay, time to pick up the kids. Here we go. Cause I know they're going to talk my ear off you know, for the next two hours and then Sam's going to come home and I ask him about his day and we talk, you know, so I get like all the, all the peopling time in, mm. uh, but I've worked up to it, you know, like I've saved up for that because I've mm -hmm. been by myself most of the day. And so now it's like, uh, I don't, I don't know. I'm going to have to go for a walk in the cul-de-sac or something. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, it's, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to, uh, learn and adjust mm -hmm. and move Sam's desk somewhere else where it's yeah. not visible. Maybe working <laughs> on the garage, I think. He's, no, we'll, we'll, we'll make a space and send him to the craft room or put the desk in our bedroom just because when they all see each other, they see dad and they want to talk to him. You know, he sees them, oh, let right. me show you this, you know, or he sees me and we're, so it's like, okay, we need to Yeah, like I was sitting down adjust. today and Judah comes and they're like, hey, what what does this chord mean? How do I do this? And why, why is there three different versions of this chord? So then it's like, okay, well, let me explain this to you. And... <laughs> yeah, it's a good distraction. And yeah. then, you know, yeah. But it's stuff I want to talk about. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah, let me explain this to you. This is all a lot of fun. Yeah. And the next week they're going to have be getting assignments online from their school teachers. That's going to be difficult. So yeah. that's going to definitely probably help me because I'll say, okay, it's time to, you know, do a little After bit school. of work. <laughs> Look, we'll have a little bit more routine. I'm not, in the summer, I'm not very big on like scheduling, but we are, we do have a routine, a constant routine that we go. Yeah. So, um, yeah, hopefully that will help me out and maybe I can get Eliana to do some she you know, school it. work, you it's know, because <laughs> all well, the kids will be doing it. But yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. 
I mean, we my, will my get life hasn't, <laughs> our, our lives haven't changed because of the virus, really, um, except just being more cautious because I'm still working from home and Kelsey's still going into work because she's essential, you know, mm-hmm. as a nurse. So, I mean, the only thing that's that's changed is that we're not going to be here in three weeks. You know, we're, we're going to in 15 days, we're leaving. Uh, mm-hmm. And so that's that's been the life change for us. <laughs> And for me, that's more stressful than the global pandemic is the the imminent mode. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So I mean, not seeing you guys is is tough. Yeah. But, but I mean, like this is my I'm I'm working from home. I'm figuring out the dog, cat, and kid all the time anyway. So it's not. Yeah, I know. My I at first I was saying, <clears throat> oh, my normal life. This is what I do. But then they're all like intruding into my normal life, you know. And I'm like, guys, this is not what I do. Yeah. <laughs> Why like, are you all talking? Yeah. I don't talk this much during the day. Esther's you know? like quarantine. I was born for this. Yeah, I mean, I could stay home by myself. Yeah, but then it's like, then you got four new people. Yeah, they the all want to talk and they want to hang out and they want to do that's stuff tough. together. And I'm like, yeah, oh, this tough. is not my daily routine. <laughs> Y'all yeah. are throwing off my groove. <laughs> <laughs> It's good. I mean, it's we're di- all in it together. It's different, <laughs> but it's good. We can do it. Yeah. It may just be the thing to bring families together and, you know, try things out differently and, you know, hopefully. Hopefully we emerge better. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I heard this statistic on a, like a TED talk or something, but like uh, the London underground shut down for like three or four days. Uh, because of maintenance and so all these commuters had to find a new way to get to work and they found that like a percentage of the people once the the subway was opened back up again um, a percentage of people didn't return to their old route Mm -hmm. they went with their new route and they found a new way to do things that was either more efficient or better for them so where they didn't return to things you know before it changed in the first place so i feel like that's going to happen I don't know, in our society, I guess. Yeah, I mean, there's sure. going to be jobs who just work out better, you know, working mm-hmm. remotely. And mm-hmm. there's going to be kids who are going to get a better education at home from now on and mm-hmm. stuff like that, or at least mm-hmm. online. Right, yeah, so, they're going to find out, hey, we can do this. And I think that's I think that's the best part about, like, humanity is that we realize through, and really it's only through tough situations, yeah. we can do this. And we can we we can survive. We can rise to the occasion, you know. And uh, I mean, we're being asked to stay at home. Like that's like super easy, you know. We can do this and help and and help the world. Know, to bring it back, um, that's even further. Um, like that's kind of why I like the messiness in my creativity. That's kind of why I like tripping up over things or forgetting things and having to force myself to remember. It's because it forces you into a different path, and sometimes that's better. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I feel like the chaos is good sometimes. Yeah, the the forced change is good. Yeah, for sure. It can be, yeah, for sure. But I feel like all of twenty twenty has been a forced change, <laughs> like so far for me. You know, like with the back being out with my back ever. and not doing things like how I normally do, and being forced to yeah. think about everything differently is just okay give me some time to breathe (laughs) well because you're still in it you don't Mm -hmm. you don't reap the benefits until until you've gotten onto the other side yep 
Uh, we tried something new out. We had you on the phone. And this is going to be our new normal. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of sad, but it definitely is. I, I feel like it's not that bad. I imagined it being worse. We'll definitely do video, the, like FaceTime, or, or like be able to see your face. Because yeah. I think like that just... We gotta try that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because we gotta sure. see, we gotta see your reaction. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I wouldn't, I won't be as distracted because I won't be reading about, you know, the rock, the rock football <laughs> in career college. <laughs> in college. <laughs> Sorry. Do you know his ex-wife is now his like manager? That's cool. Fun fact. Fun fact. <laughs> we better go. <laughs> Well, this is uh, this is real. <laughs> I like it. Thank you guys for listening and yeah. uh, joining us for some late night coffee. And uh, we hope to see you on Facebook. Um, please leave us some comments about what you think about the about the episodes or your favorite part. Or also, if you, you like know. it, if you like it, share it with somebody, and uh, that we can laugh together. And if they don't like it, disown them and don't talk to them anymore. Yeah. Tell them you Get new that. friends. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>